Hey, welcome everybody. This is Jason Oltoff with Ty Taylor, and we are here with the cab, the Coffee and Business Podcast, uh, coming to you from Montana. We're in Great Falls, Montana, and Kalispell, Montana, and it's been a busy week for for myself. I know, and, and I know for Ty. So, Ty, kind of share a little bit about uh, some of the some of the uh, things that you're you're realizing that you uh, maybe have neglected in the past. That hey, that's kind of our topic. <laughs> Topic is tonight is the next three months how to finish strong. So maybe share with us a little bit about what what's been going on, and then we kind of kind of hit uh, hit this topic. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been super busy. I think I kind of mentioned it last week. Um, we've got a big sale coming up for one of our clients um, on the livestock marketing side of things, and so it's kind of been all systems go um, for that, getting things ready, um, and then that happens on Sunday. So it's you know. With any big event, it's kind of, you know, always the big work and the stress of leading up to it. And then, you know, once no, once up. it's, uh, yeah, once it's today, then it's all, it's all, all go, all systems go. But, but yeah, you know, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, um, you know, and I think it sparked in my head because I just changed my profile pictures on Facebook because um, I, I realized, and, and maybe this is unique for me, but we do a lot of, um, client work and social media and so we're always managing other people's social media and and posting things out there and so it seems like um i'm always bad at posting stuff on mine and keeping regular content out there like we always talk about right and so it's kind of like the uh pot calling the kettle black right <laughs> um, yeah. well, always, like, like you said you know you're busy it seems like you're busy and you're busy posting this is not for yours this is stuff yep. for other people and stuff. So, so it seems like you're doing everything, but you know, trying to get new clients in and just posting content on your own personal stuff uh, can be a challenge, especially when you think you're already doing it all. And then yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think you probably know that now too. You know, with I wear your logo and all sorts of different projects that you're doing. You know, a lot of the times you're still in those, but um, you know, you've got to balance a bunch of different um, messages that you want to get out. As you know, with as many hats that you wear. Uh, throughout the day so yeah it was just it was just funny and a good reminder you know that even though you can feel busy um, you know you kind of got to remember all right what am I doing to get new business how am I getting out there uh, putting our message out there yeah and I know <clears throat> like with with me so yeah I manage a couple of different pages and a couple of different groups and then my personal stuff so, so I try to post things all over the place and kind of inter cross post them and stuff. So they kind of go back to the other. So if somebody clicks on my personal, they can take them over to the business if I link that and stuff, but that's all personal stuff. That's all mine. Where in your situation, you're literally working for the clients that doesn't work. You know, you yep. can't, you can't do that because they own that content and, and stuff. And you can't do that cross posting where I can do a lot of it because it's all mine. Makes a little yep. So. Yeah, definitely. And and so this kind of conversation, um, like you mentioned, led into this thought process um, for me earlier today that, you know, especially as we're recording this, this is the last day of September, but when you're listening to this, it will now be October, right? And it's, um, you know, whether you refer to it as quarter four or the end of the year, right? It's kind of that last push to the end for, for this year, especially for, you know, business owners and people running organizations. Um, you know, you start to think about, okay, back in January, what were some of those goals that I set? Like we talked about last week, right? How are we setting goals? How are we checking in? After that big 
um, you know, kind of lull of the summer, different people are out of the office, maybe on your team and um, things are kind of hit and miss and, you know, kids are out of school and it's just a, a weird different time, right? There's, it's not as consistent maybe as different parts of the year. Now you kind of get back into the swing of things, school's back in, um, but it's kind of that last big push. And so what we wanted to talk about today was um, how do you continue to achieve those goals that you set? Um, how do you keep pushing so that you have success and you have business um, throughout the rest of the year? Because, um, you know, it's, it's great to be super busy and super profitable, um, you know, three quarters out of the year, but it's really a full four quarters is what you need to fill out a, a successful business, obviously, depending on the type of business you're in. Um, but that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. And so I don't know if you want to um, if, share any thoughts before we jump into our, our kind of three points that we want to talk about. Yeah, you know, um, talking about the summer and schools out and, and kids, you know, we run into a lot of that as business owners and say, oh, well, here's the reason we're slow and stuff. So you kind of equate that. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, September rolls around. It's like, well, now we're just kind of getting back into the swing of things. So it's still kind of a not full bore yet. And, and then October rolls around. If you're not setting stuff in October for November and December, you're not going to have business. And then it just seems like it's one excuse after another as you move down the, the, the why something is slow. And yeah. uh, it, I mean, obviously it's different. We were talking earlier, you know, about retail, you know, retail, this is a busy time for them. And even in the summertime, you know, they have back to schools and, and things like that. So, so they have different uh, events that happen throughout the year, but like myself with insurance and, and different type of products like that, where it's, it's sales oriented or service oriented, you know, a lot of people aren't thinking about that. So I can't wait till November and December to, Kind of fill that schedule up with legal shield or whatever it's planning october you know getting those appointments set so people are are not i don't call them and say hey can you meet tomorrow i know it's the day before christmas but you know we want to get this done <laughs> versus you know i can call them up now and say hey you know what time in december works if december is a good month for you and so so you can kind of set that up but you know it, it's always a good reminder and we've talked about this on our goal stuff you know um you don't wait till you've been you know, going 11 and a half months and then look at your goals and say, Hey, yep. you know what? I'm, I'm about a two, 2% to my goal. And I got two weeks to do it. So you're probably not going to do it, you know? And then what, what you end up doing is setting goals that are really <clears throat> way below standard next year, just because hey, I didn't hit my goals last year. So I'm going to lower them this year. And if you keep doing that, you'll never, you'll never advance. So, so that's kind of my two cents uh, that is part of this, this part. And, and Tyler, I have you kick it off with, with kind of some free points and I'll kind of come back in and, and, and uh, uh, throw uh, uh, some questions or some conversation in there. Yeah, definitely. Well, and like you were kind of saying there at the end, uh, kind of leads really well into my first uh, bullet point here. Um, and, and you can think of these as steps or things to consider, whatever you might want to think of them as. Um, but basically, number one, um, you've got to figure out how to hit those goals that you set or if they truly aren't attainable, like we've talked about, okay, you've got to do an extraordinary amount of business in the next two weeks to hit that goal. Um, maybe it isn't attainable. How do you readjust those goals to something that is attainable um, that you're going to be able to hit? Because I think, you know, like we jokingly talked about last week, um, okay, you've got to do $15,000 of business 
in the next two weeks and you sell a hundred dollar product, you know, maybe you can do that, but yeah. Yeah. So in, in my opinion, if, if you're up against something like that, you say, okay, well, I'm not going to hit the goal anyway. So it doesn't matter if I do any at all, instead of saying, Hey, what if I did a thousand dollars? What if I did $2,000? What if I did 500? Um, you know, anything to, to be able to move the needle a little bit. Yeah. You're not going to hit that big goal that you set in January, but what is something you can attain? Uh, because I think if you have goals that are, are too big, I'm not saying that big goals aren't important in the bigger scheme of things, but I'm saying, Hey, the, the clock's running out here for the year. What can we do to get closer to that number instead of just saying, Hey, there's nothing we can do to hit that goal. So we might as well just mail it in. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, you know, and I, and I see that a lot in in business and stuff. They they'll look at the goal and they say, "Well, there's no way I'm just going to start planning. I'm going to start fresh in 2022," and they literally yep. shut down. You know, versus instead of saying, "Hey, you know what? We can hit that. We know that's not possible right now with everything else that we have going on. So let's restructure it." And that's okay to do that because you still have to have that goal out there to hit. Say, "Hey, what is a realistic goal that that we can hit?" We need to lower it down because we're not going to hit, you know, 15 if we've only done two. So what is, you know, can we do five? You know, what is the push? And, and, and then, you know, when you set that up, you know, for this fourth quarter, you back it up and say, hey, over the next three months, this is where we need to be. So what do we need to do each month? And what do we need to do each week? And what do we need to do each day? And really monitor it. And I think if you get good at monitoring your goals, it won't take you long to, to kind of see where you're at, but it's always good to know that, that uh, if you're on track and the earlier you find out if you're off track, the better, because if you're out kind of like in the slight edge, you know, that I'm teaching a course on next week um, with uh, Jeff Olson's book with the slight edge, you know, a few simple disciplines can make a difference in your traject trajectory in your business and a few simple errors in judgment can go the other direction. But if you don't make those corrections, they'll they'll like i said they compound on each other so if you're one percent off today where are you going to be at in in a week if you're if each day you're you're, you're farther and farther off then you end up with fifteen thousand dollar deficits because there's no way to get there versus if you monitor it on a monthly or weekly or daily basis you gotta know hey we didn't hit our numbers here let's we need to step this up and and how i look at a lot of that stuff ty is you know, when, when in a good uh, uh, mentor of mine, you know, uh, talks a lot about this stuff, he said, when you evaluate what you're doing, you got to look at, are you doing it right? And if you are, are you doing enough of it? So if your goal is to say, hey, I need to reach out to 30 people to get X amount of appointments to get, let's say, five appointments, and I don't get five appointments, when I reach out to 30, I got two. So now do I need to double my numbers? If I'm doing it right, then I need to increase what I'm doing, the activity. If I'm doing it wrong, that's the best time to figure it out. You don't wait a whole year and do something wrong the whole time as you come back. So, so it is a matter of, of evaluating so you can kind of look at it um, from a bigger picture and just say, hey, you know what, am I doing it right? And if I am, am I doing it enough? And I think if you can even even uh, in the in this last quarter even if you're you're off on your goals set something that's attainable and then use that as a schematic to move forward yeah well and it, it's funny because we never really share notes before we start recording it seems like <laughs> it seems like we always like 
can understand where the where the conversation is going to go because that's my second point um is this is a really good time to reflect on performance maybe maybe this is more of a november december type activity as you're starting to think about next year which we'll get into in just a second um but it is important to say regardless of whether you hit your goals or you didn't or you knocked them out of the park um like you're saying you've got to really sit down and say okay how did we get here? Um, what were the good things that we did? What are the things we need to improve? Uh, where can we expand next year? Um, how can we make our products or services better? How do we become more profitable? I think this time of year um, is just really natural, right? For reflection, you know, it's a little bit slower. There are some longer holiday breaks that that people might have um, where they're they're having a chance to think a little bit more. And, and I think it's a great time of year to, to really think about, okay, how did we do on our numbers? Um, and, and I guess it doesn't always have to come down to the money and numbers. It's just the easiest thing, I guess, for us to always talk about. Um, but I, I think that it's so important to sit down and think about, okay, uh, why are we, you know, less than we thought we were going to be? What, what were the things that we did? Maybe it was, okay, how many calls did I make this year? Um, okay, maybe I didn't do enough, or maybe I did plenty. So, okay, like you said, I've got to get a little bit better. Um, there's something that I can do. Um, it's not the numbers aspect of it. It's the quality aspect. So, um, and, and this is kind of starting to unintentionally fall into the uh, plan, do, review. <laughs> That's um, what I was just thinking. <laughs> we, we started with do, um, we went into review um so I, before we go into planning um do you want to kind of talk a little bit more about i guess how do you uh do a reflection i, I like to use the word reflection um or review um how do you do that intentionally and how do you do that in a way that you get something out of it because i think a lot of people feel a little bit weird about it they don't really know how to ask the right questions so do you have any thoughts or tips on that yeah so couple of things that, that I would recommend because you can get bogged down in the details pretty easy too. And then you don't do your business either because I'm monitoring all this stuff and I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm not moving forward. So kind of like what we did, you know, with a 60 second business plan, you know, you break it down and say, Hey, I need something that I can look at today and spend 10 minutes on and look at it and see where I'm at and, and do that. And, and what I do a lot of times on my Fridays are kind of my, my, slower days you know they're, they're kind of my down downtime so i take like four hours on a friday and i do a lot of my planning for the next week i do um kind of what happened this last week i look at okay who do i need to reach out to what do i need to set up you know because I, have, I like i said i wear a lot of different hats so friday afternoon is kind of my time that I, that I do a lot of that stuff and i think the biggest thing then to make sure that people do it because that was one of your part of your question there is how do you how do you uh, implement that is to schedule it. You got to schedule it and, and treat it like an appointment. Um, so, so you can do it like I do. Like I said, you can do four hours, you know, on a, on a Friday afternoon, kind of do your week. And, and then Friday afternoon, you're reviewing last week and, and you're moving forward. Or if you do it on a daily basis, just take 15 minutes. Make it part of your day. If you're get up, exercise in the morning, eat breakfast or whatever, before you start your day, you look at your goal and say, Hey, here's where I'm at. Or at the end of the day, um, People, you know, have different opinions on whether they do it at the beginning or the end. I don't like the end because things kind of always come up for me or I'm worn out. 
and then I yeah. don't do it. And then I'm not diligent in it. Um, now, with that said, Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening, I actually do a lot of planning. You know, I do my plan do review and stuff on, on Fridays. But Sunday afternoon and evening, I'm just kind of have some downtime and I'm making some notes and just kind of planning out my week. You know, even though I did a lot of that on Friday, I'm still maybe spending a little bit of time of just reflecting and say, hey, you know what, this is this is what I need to do. It's, just, it's not intense. It's just kind of me just sitting there and, and um, figuring some of this stuff out, but, but you do have to, you do have to schedule it, whether it's 15 minutes every day or four hours on a Friday or an hour on Friday, whatever you can do as part of your plan. And you say, well, there's no money in that. Trust me, there will be money in it because if it keeps you on track or keeps your business moving forward, that's where the money is. You know, if you, uh, and some businesses can't do what I do. You know, can't, they can't take four hours off, you know, and, and do that. Yeah. They're running a retail or whatever. You just got to figure out when, when your time is that you can do it and schedule it. Yeah. Well, and I know it probably, uh, like we've said, it's, it's different for every type of a business or business uh, system. But what would you say some good metrics are in general for people to focus on in some of those review sessions? So depending on what you're doing, so if, if it's numbers, so I, I like using the, the um, words like lead measures and leg measures and stuff. You know, you want something that you can track. You know, you, don't, you want uh, uh, concrete numbers or concrete dollars or concrete appointments or whatever it is. You gotta have something that you can track. So you'll have a, like a leg measure and I'll use these, these terms, lead measure or things that we do on a daily basis and we can track them. Then our leg measure is our big goal. So our goal is here, but then we work back. So these are the three areas. So let's say I, um, in, in my business, it's, it's uh, how many appointments have I set? How many memberships did I sell? And how many associates did I bring on board? So those three things. And then I also have how many presentations did I do? How many three-way calls did I do? Okay, so those are all lead measures that get me to my goal. So if my goal is X amount of dollars or X amount of contacts or clients or whatever out there, I know that, okay, if, if I'm doing uh, the, these calls, if I'm uh, uh, selling this amount of memberships and I'm doing this many associates and I'm doing three-way calls or let's back up, let's say I'm not doing three-way calls. And when I'm talking about three-way calls, that's my business, but that is really where I get on the phone with an expert, you know, that can kind of, uh, uh, maybe know a little bit more than me or whatever and, and can uh, answer some questions. So that's all that is in, in my in my world. But if you're uh, if I'm doing all this stuff, I can look back on a Friday and said, hey, you know what? I set the appointments. I my my memberships are down or my associates are down, but my three-way calls are zero. Okay. Now I know I let's concentrate on the three-way calls and that should bring in my other two numbers doesn't say, hey, I need to now step this up because I need to make more calls and do all these other things. That might not be it. You might be doing that right. You're just not doing the three-way calls. You're not doing that one other aspect. So if you use those as, as uh, uh, tools to say, hey, now I can track it. I got my numbers here. I got my spreadsheet here. Okay, and when I make a phone call, and this is me, this is, I, I'm, I'm easy. I'm, I'm a, not a techie guy, even though I do a lot of techie stuff, but I, I tick marks. If I make a call, I'm making a tick mark. And then I put the line through it and I got five, you know? So if, if my goal is to do 30 calls, I'm, I'm ticking it off. 
you know, my goal setting appointment is I have another part of that that I that I you know, do tick marks on, on that. You know, okay, I set two appointments out of that. So I can track all that stuff and then I put it on a, on another spreadsheet. And that's what I review on Fridays. I just put it down and say, okay, number of calls made number of uh, people that I've actually reached. Because I call it, you know, in my business, I call a call a call. I pick up the phone and you don't answer, Ty. It's still a call. It's just then I have, you know, the way I track my business, then I, okay, I, I, I call them attempts, but I'm using language that, that people might understand. So if I attempt to call 30 people and I do, and I only get a hold of 15, so then at the end of the, the week, I can evaluate and say, listen, I'm calling people between eight and nine in the morning or nine and 10 in the morning, and I'm getting nothing. Maybe I need to call at four o'clock in the afternoon. So depending on what your business is, so, you know, retail, you're going to be looking at different schematics, but you're still going to have things. Okay. What, what is going to entice people to come in on, into my store? And those are the things that you got to track. And I think if you do that, I think you can, uh, uh, you can adjust as you need to, because that that's how I look at a 60 second business plan, a 30 page business plan, um, anything like that. They are, they should be fluid. They're not concrete because if they are concrete and you can't hit something, you throw it all away. You don't, you don't say, hey, let's adjust this part and keep the rest. Um, yeah. So that's kind of my thought on tracking, you know, breaking it down into small bite-sized chunks. If you look at a 12-month goal, it's going to be daunting, especially if you're off, you get going in the first month and, and you're off. And the second month you're off, there's no way you're going to catch up type thing. So if you're looking at it, you can say, hey, a bit off more than I can chew. Um, so I need to step that back or we had a pandemic hit, you know, people's yeah. goals that were in January of 2020 were not what happened in 2020. Most of those businesses did not hit. So they can't go on with those same goals. They have to sit back and evaluate and say, Hey, listen, you know, we're a restaurant. We had to shut down. We're not going to hit this $2 million mark. We need to look at what's yeah. realistic and how are we going to do that? Because otherwise you'll get so depressed and you'll close your doors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I think the the thing that really, uh, I guess I took away from from that was um, you really have to have a system that's measuring this stuff. And and we've had a, a whole, well, I think we've had several episodes about systems. In the it all past, kind of come so back, go back to that. Everything that we yeah. do, kind of, because that's the glue that holds a lot of yeah. stuff together. Yeah. And, and I think that the hard part is, um, you know, you're measuring things as you go. Uh, like you talked about, you're doing that every week. I, I mean, really probably every day and then it's accumulating into right. a big week review. Uh, but I think that's important to think about. Um, if you're not doing that now, you know, implementing that into your business because it is really hard to review without any um, data points to look at. And I, I know prob people probably don't like using that word data points because it sounds scientific, but um Really, you've got to like. How would you know how many calls you've made uh, if you don't aren't measuring that in some way and keeping track of it in some way? And as you're doing this big year-long review, um, you're looking back and saying, "Okay, well, why was why was March the better month for me? Was it just because March is when people are looking for my products or services, or was there something that I was doing within March? Um, you know, like you were talking about, maybe it's the time." Uh, maybe it's, you know, there's some sort of aspect to it, but you'll never get to those conclusions, um, without having a great measurable, um, data set to look at. And you've got to have some sort of tool 
that you're using for that. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm not very great at that. Um, in, in what we're trying to do. Um, it's, it's a difficult thing to put together a system. And, and again, we don't have to rehash the whole systems thing. You can go back and listen to that episode, but that was just what came to mind was that you really got to have a system to measure these things. Cause if you don't, then you're kind of guessing really. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I found uh, difficult. So if you are new to a business or new to starting out and stuff like that, you don't have those data points. You don't have something to measure. And I remember when I got into the insurance business, uh, my uh, supervisor boss, if you want to call him, he said, Hey, Jason, I need your goals. I don't know what, to <laughs> you know, I don't know what's yeah. realistic, what's not. Um, so it would have been nice to have a supervisor or whatever say, Hey, here's kind of what the average does. But you know, my supervisor didn't know that either because he didn't know how to do this. He always talked about doing it, but he never did it. He always talked about, hey, you guys need to have all this stuff in place. But yeah, you look at him and he'd be late to appointments because he wasn't planned, planning, wasn't organized, all these different things, but he wasn't following it. And so we all lost respect for him because he wasn't following what he was trying to teach. But, but it's hard when, when you're coming in as a new, uh, I mean, I was a business owner when I came in, so I didn't expect him to do everything for me. But when they say, hey, we got goals that we want you to hit, well, great. Share with me the goal. Share with me what's the average. I'm above average, you know, I think. But, you know, share with me some statistics that we can go off because I might say, man, I'm going to I'm going to knock it out of the park. and I'm going to do 500 calls. You know, well, that's not realistic if you're writing business and doing all this other stuff. So it'd be nice, it would have been nice that for him to say, hey, um, let's let's look at something realistic here. Here's what uh, somebody that's brand new coming into the business that doesn't have any experience in the insurance business things like that this is what what the the normal thing is so maybe we can go a little bit higher than that or whatever so sit down with your supervisor or boss or whatever if you're brand new in the business say hey i want to set goals i want to get better how do i do that if i don't know if i don't have anything to measure you know uh my stuff i could get so depressed because if i say i'm going to do 100 calls a day and i do 20 you know and i do that for a week i'm going to be so depressed like there's no way i can do that you know If you don't have anything to, to go off of. Now I've been in business a long time now. Now I can go back and look at, okay, here's what we did last year, like you said, in March. Here's what our numbers were last month, last March. What did we do differently then? Did we do uh, more three-way calls? Did we call at different times? What was it that triggered um, more business? And then you can kind of plan. And if all of a sudden every March is, is high, hey, maybe there's something going on. Maybe that's when, because uh, I do, did a lot of work with farmers and stuff. Uh, so there's certain times that you're not going to talk to a farmer. And then there's other times that they want you to come out there and spend five hours with them because they're lonely. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yep. you, you, you can understand some of that stuff. So, but during, during harvest time, you're not, you're not going to get a time, but the other times you, you could, your business could all really be in a, a period of time if you're dealing with a certain clientele. So you just have to know that and know kind of why, why there's spikes on things, you know, maybe you're doing crop insurance. Well, there's only a couple months out of the year that you're really busy with crop insurance. The rest of the time, you're not. You know, yep. so you really have to, to to look at that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, you know we're kind of moving into this um, idea of planning, and that's kind of the last point that I wanted us to kind of talk about. Uh, was this is another good time, right? So you've you've adjusted your goals to figure out how you're going to hit, uh, or you're going to figure out what you need to do to hit your goals that you've set. 
you're reflecting on some of that performance. And then, you know, I think the last thing you really want to do is this is a good time to start planning and start doing some of the work that is going to pay off um, come the new year. Um, but I, I think what, what you talked about a little bit earlier was really important. Um, and it relates again back to the 60 second business plan and just this idea that, especially for newer businesses, and, and I don't know, I guess, what the time frame of when you're not in new business anymore, but I would guess that it's probably more than five years, um, maybe even 10 years, you know, you, you might think that, okay, I've done this a while, I kind of get it, but um, you know, at least in my experience, it changes so much. Yeah, and, and I don't know, you always hear about businesses that fail in the first year, then, then uh, so many businesses fail in the next five, you really don't hear what goes on beyond that. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, you don't. So I, I would venture to guess the statistics are still measurable. Um, you're probably still a new business at 10 years. Yeah. You know, if you got debt out there, you're probably still a baby business, you know, because your goal yeah. is to, unless you're expanding and things like that, but your goal should always be to, um, to, to move forward. But I would say, uh, you know, that five to 10 is not necessarily that you've arrived in and it's, it's easy sailing from there. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, let's take uh, being like a real estate agent, for example, because I think that's the brand new business one. every single day. They wake up broke. Yeah. Every single morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I just think about, you know, like within a 10 year window, how uh, like we think about, you know, I guess it's more than, well, close, I guess, from 2008 to where we're at today, um, you know, that economy difference from, you know, 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, where it was pretty rough is a lot different than when it got a lot better. Um, and then it's a lot different than when you've got no inventory to sell. Um, so I think that's a really good example that people can probably understand that, hey, you might be doing this 10 years, but things change so much. And, and maybe your, your industry is not as volatile as, as the real estate industry is, but, you know, just when you think you might have it figured out, things change. Um, you're a car salesman. There's no chips in new cars. So how are you going to sell anything? You've got three cars on the lot that you can sell and there's six salesmen and, and they're trying to, you know, chomp at the bit to sell them. It's, you know, you, it's always changing. There's always some new challenge that you're going to face. Yeah, because you, you never know. I mean, obviously the pandemic threw a monkey wrench and stuff, but you never would have dreamed here in Cascade County, you know, you're down to 34 houses for sale and you got 350 realtors. You yeah. know, that's, <laughs> I mean, seriously, somebody's not eating. I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah. But, and, and that could, I mean, and that has, doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. I mean, you're, you're broke every, every month, you know, until you sell a house. And if you only got 34 houses for sale and you get 350 realtors, you're broke. You know, you, yep. and when I say broke business-wise, I mean, you might have money and other things, but as far as the business, and you could be in business 20 years and then, and then a year like 2020 hits. You could have started uh, real estate in, in 2000 and, and then go through the 08s and man, this is tough and all this other stuff. And, and then we hit 2020 it's like, man, the housing market's great or the prices are up. We're going to make a killing when we sell a house. Problem is we don't have any houses to sell. Yep. You know? Yeah. Because when they do sell, they're going fast and people are paying top dollar. So those agents are making money, but the other ones aren't. So, and that could be, yeah. it doesn't matter if you've been in the business one year or 20 years. Yeah. And, and I think, again, the point here is that um, 
you're always going to be um, adjusting and fluid, right? And, and like we talked about, these goals that you're going to be setting or these plans you're going to set for the new year, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen now, in the next so, 12 so months. Let me ask you a question, Ty. So should you be fluid on a lot of this stuff? I, I think it, I think it depends. Um, I think that you need to set big goals and, and try everything you can to achieve those. Um, but then I think that there are circumstances that you've got to really sit down and say, look, this is not attainable. There's some new force in the market that is not going to make this realistic. Um, so it's, it's this weird balance. And I, I know that sounds kind of like a politician's answer of, well, it's both. Well, and the reason I asked that question is because I think as a business owner, you need to be fluid because we don't know what, we can't predict the future. We can only look at the past, you know, what's happening yep. and stuff. So you, so you can't predict the future. And I remember, you know, working with, with uh, uh, one of my companies, you know, a few years ago, Hey, we need your goals. We need your goals. We need your goals. We get in our goals, you know, by the middle of December or whatever. And then January they come out with, Hey, we're taking away this product from you. We're raising the rates here. We're going to cancel homes that have uh, one tree in their yard because of a fire hazard and all these things. So every goal that I, that I just set is irrelevant, but they hold me to it. They say, yep. hey, this is what your goal was. Hmm. Well, but that's not what transpired. And I didn't have control over that. You know, so, yeah. so we had to, we had to pivot. So I think you do have to be flexible enough to say, Hey, circumstances, nothing that, Hey, I'm going to just throw my check, my goals out the window, but you got to be able to pivot. And that's my whole point with that is, is kind of like what we talked about, you know, even through COVID businesses that pivoted are surviving. The ones that didn't pivot are gone or will be gone because they didn't make the changes like restaurant, you know, um, they, maybe they didn't have a, a delivery or they didn't have DoorDash or something else. They didn't have an app. Now they have an app. Things that they probably should have done in the beginning, but they didn't have a need for it. And then COVID yep. hit. Now I say, hey, we need to do that if we want to survive. So they pivoted. And I think as a business owner or an employee that, that sets goals, you got to be able to, to pivot on some of that stuff because some of it's going to be out of control. You still got to set your goals. You can't just say, hey, everything's changed. So everything that I said is null and void. You know, we, we had a politician in Alaska that did that. He's running on a platform to get elected. Then once he got elected, he said, oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. So everything, every promise that I made you guys during, <laughs> during my, my run is, is null and void. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. You're not getting reelected, by the way, just so you know. Well, I didn't get impeached. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say at least he's honest, right? He said the part that no other politician would say, right. but they might he, do. He, he was honest <laughs> in, the, in the end. He's honest in yeah. the end. He knew, he knew how it was. If he didn't know how it was, he never should have got elected. Never should have been running. Yeah. But but the point is, you know, you got to be ready to, to, to make up pivot and say, hey, you know what? Uh, my insurance rates went up on, on this product. I need to pivot because I need the income. So now yep. okay, my homes are maybe they're out of whack or whatever. Now I can pivot to, to do the autos. Maybe I might do be good on motorcycles. So you kind of pick a niche. You don't just chuck your goals, just kind of pivot on, on okay, what's going to bring you in. And, and you see that even in the real estate market. I mean, they're out there. They're sending out letters now saying, hey, you want to sell your house. You, you want to upgrade. And I get letters like that, you know, probably once every two weeks. And I'm like, yeah, but where am I going to go? Yeah. No homes, <laughs> you know, I can be homeless and sell my house, you know, that'd be cool. But uh, uh, so, so all I'm saying is you gotta, you gotta pivot. You don't check your goals, you pivot and you, 
and you make goals, that's going to work because you still got to got to reach certain things and you got to keep moving your business forward because if you're not moving forward, you're going backwards. You know, even if you think you're standing still, you're losing traction because everything is being adjusted around you if you're not moving. Yeah, and I, I think the important distinction there is that um, being fluid or um, being willing to change or pivoting, um, that's in the tactics of what you're doing, yep. not necessarily in the bigger overarching goal. Um, yeah, maybe you're going to have to change that goal if it isn't attainable. But really what we're talking about is, hey, let's set these bigger one, two or three or four big goals that we want to achieve for the year. Um, and you should throughout the year be trying to change your tactics or, or try something new or, or tweak some sort of way you're doing something to achieve that. And, and I guess what I was, am trying to say is that you should try all of those um, options before then you say, okay, look, we've tried everything. Yep. Um, we've tried every tactic that we can think of. We've tried every tactic that we've asked other people how to do. Maybe this isn't attainable. Um, and, and I think that is what you should be doing, um, is, is really, what are these big goals that we want to achieve? We're not going to, we're not going to back down until we have to, let's use everything in our arsenal to, to try to achieve them, be flexible, learn new ways. Um, and then if not, okay, what can we achieve? Um, so I, I think that's important. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that fully, you know, is really, uh, uh, don't chuck your stuff, you know, uh, you, you, you still got the goals out there. And, and I've said this in the past on different things, you know, a lot of times um, it's the systems that, that you put in place that you track things and, and stuff with, with your business. So let's say um, a few years ago, we did all paper applications or whatever. Well, now we may do them electronically or whatever. So the te technology might change for us to do things. So we have to change some of that stuff. We can't just say, hey, we're going to continue on here because we got we to gotta change in the time, making sure that we keep up on, on the current uh, software, things out there that's going to make life easier. That's hopefully will make you meet your goals a little easier too. So, so yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I meant on the, on the pivot stuff. You got to, the, the system is still there. You still got to track this stuff, um, but uh, don't check your goals because, hey, the, the bottom fell out well. That, that can happen in anything. And, and if that is, and that's happened in the U S if, if everybody would have thought that we wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so this unintentionally turned into a, a plan to do review type episode, but I think it's, you know, it's, it's more condensed. And I think, uh, put into this quarter four, this end of the year kind of mentality as you're, um, trying to figure out how you're going to reach those goals that you set earlier in the year or what you can achieve, what's attainable, um, being able to look back on some of that performance, figuring out what can we do better next time? What are we going to use as our, um, you know, our big, uh, emphasis for the coming year? Um, and then really starting to plan that, especially, you know, being a marketing person, trying to be ahead several months in terms of what are we going to talk about on social media? You know, um, that's a big part of the planning. And, and so I think this is a, is a good um, plan to review type episode that I think is going to be able to be easily implemented into your business as you're trying to think about, okay, 
we've got three months of the year left. How are we going to make it count? Um, what can we do to, you know, get every single ounce of business out of the year that we can? Um, because I think that's what everybody wants inevitably. Yeah. And I remember, you know, last year, you know, as we were coming into 2021 and I remember talking to people that said, man, 2021 is going to be an amazing year because we're just going to hit it hard and we're going to do that. So for those of you that said that, I hope you are looking because it has been an amazing year for a lot of people, you know, because they made that determination. They said, Hey, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna lose because uh, of the circumstances. I'm going to find a way to win. So those of you that are out there that, that said that, I hope you're looking at your goals. I hope you're saying, Hey, you know what? We are, we are on track because last year was a tough year. And this year we want to, we want to do, we want to do better. And, and I have people, I don't look at what people did in 2020. They need to look at what they were doing in 2019 because if they look at what yeah. they do in 2020, um, it, it might not be enough to sustain them. So a lot of businesses that I've talked to anyways, we're not even looking at 2020 numbers. They're looking at, at uh, uh, previous. And then they also take a couple of years to look at, okay, you know what, what's been going on, you know, and, and how can we adjust for that? And one of the things that, that I do on the insurance side with like life insurance, you know, when I'm talking to people and, you know, I say, hey, did you lose any money during 2008? And they say, yeah, I lost some money in the market. They say, hey, you know what? A lot of people have. What are you doing differently today so you can take advantage of the downtimes and not be hurt by the downtimes? And, and it gets people to think, you know, what am I doing differently today? So I, so if 2008 happens again or something like that comes along or a pandemic comes along, how am I going to weather that storm um, better because I already went through it? If you don't change what you were doing, um, another 2008 hits and, and it could be worse. You know, so, so yeah. our world, you know, we always looked at, hey, you know what, what, what can you do differently so you can take advantage of a down situation versus being uh, taken advantage of? Yeah, well, and, and I don't know who originally said this, but, um, you know, 2008 made lots of millionaires and billionaires. You think about all of the innovation that came out of that. Um, you've got Facebook and Twitter and this whole boom of social media that has carried us to today. And so those are those people, um, you know, they were probably working on that before that, but they used this, they were this downtime. Yep. As a big springboard. So, yep. you know, in the next couple of years, you know, how are you positioning your business? Obviously none of us are probably going to build Facebook out of, right. out of some of this, but how can you take, that idea and make your business bigger, expanding locations, expanding business, adding team members, uh, becoming more profitable. I think this is a good, um, you know, as we are more and more removed from, um, you know, some of the stay at home stuff and shutting businesses down, at least here in Montana, um, I think it's a really good time to, to really start to say, okay, uh, how are we, how are we doing? What can we do better? And what are we going to do for next year? So, yep. No, I, I think that's a good, uh, uh, this is a good episode to, to have everybody kind of concentrate now on the next three months and, and, uh, and hit it strong and finish strong. You know, that's always a good, uh, good feeling when you can come into January and say, Hey, we did it. We, we, uh, we met our goals or we, uh, adjusted that we needed to adjust and we feel good going into 2022. And that's always a good feeling. So, so Ty, why don't we go ahead and take this home and, and, uh, 
Um, I don't really have any other comments. I, I think this is a great uh, time to reflect and a great time to start on, on finishing up this year and planning for next year. You know, it's not, it's not a one and done thing where, Hey, December is here. Now we're done. Now we can coast. No, it's, it's the planning, but if you, if you set the system up and, and do your marketing and, and your, your, say your time aside to, to monitor your business and stuff like that, you, 2022 will be an easier year. Yep. Forward and stuff. So you don't get bogged down because it's just like a, you have your checking account and <laughs> you look at it in 35 or 40 days. It's better if you look at it at least, you know, every couple of days or, you know, put your checks in there and stuff versus uh, waiting until the end. Because then it's depressing. They said, man, I don't want to look at it now because it'll just make me depressed. So look yeah. at look at your business <laughs> as you go forward. So you feel good about what you're doing. You yep. know, you're depressed yeah. about what you've done. So. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think that... Um, that's kind of all we've got for, for this week. And so let us know what you think about this and um, where are you at with your goals? Are, are you on track to hit them or are you having to readjust and figure out what's more attainable? And um, what are your thoughts for, for next year? We're excited to, to see all of that. So yeah, I'm share, glad we had this. Share in the comments, share in the comments. Yep. Please. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So as always, um, please subscribe to the podcast. That way you can come back every week as, as we talk about some new topic. And um, we always enjoy doing this. And it, it always seems like, you know, we come up with this this little seed of an idea and then it turns into something pretty fun to, to at least talk about. So hopefully it's fun to listen to. And um, like you said, let us know in the comments what you're thinking about. Um, what are some topics that we can cover um, and, and share with a friend what, uh, an episode that you like, maybe there's something in here that you, you want to team up with another business owner and say, Hey, let's, let's be accountability partners on this and let's do this uh, plan, do review at, in the next three months together. So um, feel free to share that with them or share, share the whole podcast with them so that they can get a, a resource like this. Yep. Yep. You bet. And so we'll have that. We'll have some uh, links in the show notes to, uh, uh, to get a hold of us and, and different things like that. So uh, but make sure you do comments. You know, we, we appreciate everybody that, that listens to this. Um, that's how we uh, get excited is when we see some of the comments. And then also if there's anything that you want us to, to discuss, let us know that also, because we would uh, be more than happy to, to uh, come up with something that, that's going to be relevant uh, for what businesses are going through. Because what I know on businesses is if I'm going through something, somebody else probably is going through it also. And stuff. So what you what you bring to us could help somebody else. And with that, we appreciate you all, and you all have an amazing, amazing week. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>